Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber, and I'm a stage four young adult lymphoma cancer survivor. As someone who's been there through a cancer diagnosis, years of chemotherapy, and side effects, including total hair loss, I'm here to guide you and your loved ones through cancer. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others you know who are also facing cancer. Today's show is focused on bone cancer, since July is Bone Cancer Awareness Month. The adult human skeletal system is made up of 206 bones. Bones protect the internal organs, allow people to stand upright, and attach to muscles, which allow movement. Bones are connected to other bones by bands of tough, fibrous tissue called ligaments. Cartilage covers and protects the joints where bones come together. Bones are hollow and filled with bone marrow, which is the spongy red tissue that produces blood cells. The cortex is the hard outer portion of the bone. Bone consists of a collagen, which is a soft, fibrous tissue, and calcium phosphate, a mineral that helps harden and strengthen the bone. There are three types of bone cells, osteoclasts, and that's cells that break down and remove old bone, osteoblasts, which are cells that build new bone, and osteocytes, which are cells that carry nutrients to the bone. But that starts to get a little complicated. Let's learn a bit more about bone sarcoma according to Cancer.net. Cancer can start in any part of any bone. Cancer begins when healthy cells in the bone change and grow out of control, forming a mass called a tumor. A bone tumor can be cancerous or benign. A cancerous tumor is malignant, meaning it can grow and spread to other parts of the body. A malignant tumor can destroy the bone and spread to nearby tissue. If these bone tumor cells get into the bloodstream, they can spread to other parts of the body, especially the lungs, through a process called metastasis. A benign tumor means the tumor can grow, but it will not spread to other parts of the body. Even though a benign tumor does not spread outside the bone, it can grow large enough to press on surrounding tissue, weaken the bone, and cause the bone to fracture. 
there are different types of connective tissue cancers of the bone. Chondrosarcoma is cancer of the cartilage. It is more common in adults. Chordoma, this type of bone sarcoma, typically starts in part of the spinal cord. And Ewing sarcoma and osteosarcoma. These are two of the most common types of bone sarcoma. They mainly occur in children and young adults. Ewing sarcoma is unusual in that it can occur in bone or soft tissue. There are other cancers that start in bone marrow, such as myeloma or leukemia. These are different from bone sarcoma. Also, in general, primary bone sarcoma is uncommon. It is much more common for other cancers, such as breast, lung, or prostate cancers, to spread to the bone. Cancer that started in another area of the body and has spread to the bone is called metastatic cancer, not bone cancer or bone sarcoma. For example, lung cancer that has spread to the bone is called metastatic lung cancer. Now I'll talk about risk factors, and a risk factor is anything that increases a person's chance of developing cancer. Most often, bone sarcomas are not related to any particular risk factor. Although risk factors can often influence the development of cancer, most do not directly cause cancer. Some people with several risk factors never develop cancer, while others with no known risk factors do. Knowing your risk factors and talking about them with your doctor may help you make more informed lifestyle and healthcare choices. Although most cancers are not related to any known risk factor, the following factors may raise a person's risk of developing bone sarcoma. Genetics. Children with familial retinoblastoma, which is a type of eye cancer, have an increased risk of developing osteosarcoma. People with a history of sarcoma in their family are also at high risk for osteosarcoma. Researchers are finding genes that are passed from generation to generation that give people a higher risk of developing osteosarcoma than the general population. All of these conditions are rare. Previous radiation therapy. People who have had radiation treatment for other conditions have a higher risk of developing bone sarcoma at the site of the radiation therapy. 
Bone sarcomas related to radiation therapy appear many years, even decades after the treatment, so it is a good idea to watch for any symptom arising in an area previously treated with radiation, even if you are an adult and were treated as a child. Chemotherapy for another cancer. Some drugs used to treat cancer may increase the risk of developing a secondary cancer, usually osteosarcoma, benign tumors, or other bone conditions. Other non-cancerous bone diseases, such as fibrous dysplasia, may increase the risk of osteosarcoma. Currently, there is no known way to prevent bone sarcoma. Early detection offers the best chance for successful treatment, so people with known risk factors are encouraged to visit their doctor regularly and discuss their personal risk for developing bone sarcoma. People with bone sarcoma may experience these symptoms or signs. Symptoms are changes that you can feel in your body. Signs are changes in something measured, like by taking your blood pressure or doing a lab test. Together, symptoms and signs can help describe a medical problem. Sometimes people with bone sarcoma do not have any of these symptoms and signs, or the cause of a symptom or sign may be a different medical condition that is not cancer. When a bone tumor grows, it presses on healthy bone tissue and can destroy it, which causes the following symptoms. Pain. The earliest symptoms of bone sarcoma are pain and swelling where the tumor is located. The pain may come and go at first, then it can become more severe and steady later. The pain may get worse with movement, and there may be swelling in nearby soft tissue. The pain may not go away, and it can occur while resting or at night. Most bone sarcomas in children appear around the knees and can be misdiagnosed as growth pain, leading to a delay in diagnosis. So this is important to be aware of. Joint swelling and stiffness. A tumor that occurs near or in a joint may cause the joint to swell and become tender or stiff. This means a person may have a limited and painful range of movement. Limping. If a bone with a tumor breaks or fractures in a leg, it can lead to a pronounced limp. Limping is usually a symptom of later-stage bone sarcoma. And other less common symptoms. Rarely, people with a bone sarcoma may have symptoms such as fever, generally feeling unwell, weight loss, 
and anemia, which is a low level of red blood cells. If you are concerned about any changes you experience, please talk with your doctor. Your doctor will ask how long and how often you have been experiencing the symptom or symptoms in addition to other questions. This is to help figure out the cause of the problem called the diagnosis. Doctors use many tests to find or diagnose cancer. They also do tests to learn if cancer has spread to another part of the body from where it started. If the cancer has spread, it is called metastasis. For example, imaging tests such as an x-ray may be used to diagnose bone sarcoma and to find out whether the cancer has spread. Imaging tests show pictures of the inside of the body. Benign and cancerous tumors usually look different on imaging tests. Although imaging tests may suggest a diagnosis of bone sarcoma, a biopsy will be performed whenever possible to confirm the diagnosis and to find out the subtype. Because sarcomas are rare and the way a biopsy is performed can affect the outcomes of surgery and risk of recurrence, it is important for the biopsy to be performed by a specialist anytime a bone sarcoma is suspected. For most types of cancer, a biopsy is the only way to make a definitive diagnosis of cancer. If a biopsy is not possible, the doctor may suggest other tests that will help make a diagnosis. It is extremely important for a patient to see a surgeon who specializes in sarcomas, such as an orthopedic oncologist, before any surgery or a biopsy is performed. There are many tests used for diagnosing bone sarcoma. Not all tests described next will be used for every person. Your doctor may consider these factors when choosing a diagnostic test. The type of cancer suspected. Your signs and symptoms. Your age and general health the results of earlier medical tests. In addition to a physical examination, these tests may be used to diagnose or determine the stage or extent of a bone sarcoma. Sarcomas are never diagnosed by a laboratory blood test according to cancer.net as of this recording. X-ray. An X-ray is a way to create a picture of the structures inside of the body using a small amount of radiation. Bone scan. A bone scan may be used to help determine the stage of a bone sarcoma. A bone scan uses a radioactive tracer to look at the inside of the bones. The amount of radiation in the tracer is too low to be harmful.
The tracer is injected into a patient's vein. It collects in areas of the bone and is detected by a special camera. Healthy bone appears lighter to the camera, and areas of injury, such as those caused by cancerous cells or sometimes a broken bone, stand out on the image. Computed tomography, CT or CAT, C-A-T, scan. A CT scan takes pictures of the inside of the body using x-rays taken from different angles. A computer combines these pictures into a detailed three-dimensional image that shows any abnormalities or tumors. A CT scan can be used to measure the tumor size. Sometimes, a special dye called a contrast medium is given before the scan to provide better detail on the image. This dye can be injected into a patient's vein or given as a pill or liquid to swallow. Magnetic Resonance Imaging, or MRI An MRI uses magnetic fields, not x-rays, to produce detailed images of the body. MRI can be used to measure the tumor size. A special dye called a contrast medium is given before the scan to create a clearer picture. This dye can be injected into a patient's vein. MRI scans are used to check for any tumors in nearby soft tissue. MRIs provide a roadmap for the orthopedic oncology surgeon to perform the best cancer surgery possible. Positron Emission Tomography, PET, P-E-T, or PET-CT scan. A PET scan may be used to help determine the stage of a bone sarcoma. A PET scan is usually combined with a CT scan called a PET-CT scan. However, you may hear your doctor refer to this procedure just as a PET scan. A PET scan is a way to create a picture of organs and tissues inside the body. A small amount of a radioactive sugar substance is injected into the patient's body. This sugar substance is taken up by cells that use the most energy. Because cancer tends to use energy actively, it absorbs more of the radioactive substance. However, the amount of radiation in the substance is too low to be harmful. A scanner then detects this substance to produce images of the inside of the body. Biopsy. A biopsy is the removal of a small amount of tissue for examination under a microscope. Other tests can suggest that cancer is present, but only a biopsy can make a definite diagnosis. A pathologist then analyzes the sample or samples.
A pathologist is a doctor who specializes in interpreting laboratory tests and evaluating cells, tissues, and organs to diagnose disease. Whether a needle biopsy or incisional biopsy is performed depends on where the cancer is located. During a needle biopsy, a small hole is made in the bone and a tissue sample is removed from the tumor with a needle-like instrument. During an incisional biopsy, the tissue sample is removed after a small cut is made in the tumor. Sometimes it may not be possible to do a biopsy. The type of biopsy and how it is done are important in diagnosing and treating sarcoma, so patients should be seen in a sarcoma specialty center even before the biopsy is performed. At the sarcoma center, the treating surgeon can identify the location for the biopsy. Because bone sarcomas are uncommon, it is also important to have an expert pathologist review the sample of tissue removed to appropriately diagnose a sarcoma. After diagnostic tests are done, your doctor will review the results with you. If the diagnosis is cancer, these results also help the doctor describe the cancer. This is called staging and grading. Be sure to come back next week when we finish with our final part of our bone cancer show. You'll learn about bone cancer stages, treatments, and support. With that, it's time to wrap up another episode of Dose of Joy. Remember, you can email the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com. I encourage you to check out the link to my Patreon account in the show notes where you can support the show. Options there include hearing your name in an upcoming podcast and the opportunity to have an individual call with me to talk about your specific situation so I can share unique resources tailored for you that may just be life-saving. Don't forget to like the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page to plug into the regular post where specific links to resources highlighted in the show are shared. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry The world is waiting See how